Listener Production. Our dirty little secret of two tasty Pop-Tarts of joy that nobody talks about. Shh. If too many people listen, they may have to become grown-ups. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Well, Alex Dyson, I recently spotted an article on news.com.au talking about the average length that a couple has sex uh, in for Australia. How long it goes like, for? Yeah, how long it goes for. Um, right. And uh, they, the, the article suggested, I believe it was 5.5 minutes. Um, Ooh. Yeah, no, look, look, that seems long to me. But anyways, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Must be um, nice. I don't know if the question was how long should couples have how long should it take for couples to have sex twice? Maybe that was the question. Um, but I was trying to find the specifics of the article and I can't find the article anymore. And and now I'm actually just worried because I literally just googled on the work computer how long should sex last? Because <laughs> I was trying to find this article. I still can't find it. But the IT department now thinks that I'm just using up resources here to find out, you know, to, to Harbour my insecurities, anyways. Well, listen, the good news for you listening right now is um, something just as pleasurable is about to last about 20 minutes, and that's the Matt and Alex podcast. Uh, yeah. All Day Breakfast is its name, and we've got a big show for you. Yeah, that's right. We're going to be diving right into it. Dyson, you've seen something popping up in the news that could change the way that we swim mm. each summer. Uh, I've got a mind-blowing fact for you, I hope. And also, Daiso, <laughs> you're bad at something. And this is a shock to you. I, I had a pretty, um, pretty rude awakening. Yesterday. Oh no! A bloody rude awakening. Like I was awoken and I went, "Oh, that's rude." So <laughs> okay, I'll tell well, you all about it a bit later on. Okay, I can't wait. This is Matt Nuggs all day breakfast. Hope you're having a good one. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Matt O'Kine, you're from Brisbane. Ever get down to that fake beach they've got on the river? You know, I used to mock the fake beach at South Bank. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I used to talk about all the floaties that were around there. You know, you'd say, oh, as if you'd ever go to that when the Gold Coast is just down the road. And now, dad of a four-year-old, I ride my bike past that beach. I see all the kids playing. And I think, of course, so typical, O'Kind, thinking that it was all about you. Mm. But it's about the children. Yeah. Let the children swim amongst the floaties. Yeah. (laughs) Well, they created half of them, so, I mean, they can deal with it. Getting high on their own supply. Yeah. There. Um, What's the thing? Like, inland, like, what do you... What do you do when you're not close to a beach? It is nice to go for a little splish splash. Oh, it looks beautiful. Every time I drive past, it looks beautiful. Another one's going to be built in Western Sydney. They're going along with a Bondi-style beach just in time for summer. Um, It's going to be... The New South Wales government is doing a deal with Western Sydney Lakes to unlock a section of the beach, usually off limits to the public, around the uh, suburb of Penrith. Now that sounds good to me. It's going to be an investment of $1.7 million and uh, means Penrith Beach Girls will no longer have to travel 63 kilometres to get to Bondi. Um, oh which is a. So I got a friend who lives in Lewisham. I tried to catch public transport to Bondi from Lewisham. I think I woke up a week later. I was like, where am I? <laughs> this, is, this is this is nuts. Honestly, it's quicker to fly to the Gold Coast if you live uh, in that part of Sydney than it is to get to Vondi. But the problem is, Matt, mm. like how popular is this beach really going to be? Like when you've got the two options, what about the people in the middle? Would they rather go to Bondi or would they rather go to Penrith? 
Oh, yeah, okay. So for people around the Lewisham area, you're going to... Going to jump on the plane and hit the Rith, or she's going to go to Bondi. Exactly, and I think the only way that now these these are competing beaches, yeah, and the only way that the Penrith Beach is going to draw the crowds is if they come up with their own lifesaver reality show. Oh, Penrith Rescue! Now we are talking. I'll personally choose any beach that doesn't have jellyfish. So mm. uh, Penrith gets the tick for me. But, well, it's um, on a but lake. Yeah. Do you reckon it'll have eels instead? Oh, that's all right. Don't <laughs> mind an eel. Well, Parramatta eels, I'm sure they do. They'll head out uh, to the Penrith beach. Oh, they will. They'll flog them. Um, I reckon, I reckon the, the lifesavers should just be the Penrith Panthers footy team. Yes. Like getting pulled out by team. Nathan Cleary. Oh, I tell you what, if Cleary was on duty up on that, up on that big, um, like big chairs, is that a throne? Is that a beach <laughs> throne that they sit on to watch? They, the I don't know. It's, it's like there's only two people that use those chairs. Um, lifesavers and tennis umpires. They're <laughs> the only people in the world that have tall chairs like that. Yeah, imagine imagine you're drowning out in the water and the, the person's up on the chair, you're like yelling at them, help, help, and they just go, out. Yeah. <laughs> quiet, quiet, please. Yeah. No, just, uh, not quiet. <laughs> quiet, please. But I tell you, if that was Cleary, if that was Nathan Cleary, whoo, that man, just put a few rocks in your pox, wander out into the water and it would be, Mr. Cleary, please. Come oh, out, he'd be- bit of mouth to mouth. So you do it, boom. <laughs> so you get him. He'd be flicking you around behind the back, the inside <laughs> dummy. Oh, absolutely. Um, dress up as a rugby ball. They'll all spot you. <laughs> and the I think instead of, you know, Summertime by Thirsty Merc, playing for the intro to it, baby in the summertime, um, instead of that sort of Bondi-esque tune, instead you have a bit of 1-4 drill rap going on to open the... Um, the credits for this Penrith mm. Rescue. Some of Mount Druitt's finest. Yeah, I'll chop you dogs. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be mad. That would be so mad. I would love Penrith Rescue with 1-4 as, um, as the intro music. Perfect. All right. Well, we just thought we'd let you know that is available to you this summer if you want to um, get yourself a tan. This is Matt and Alex. Let's move on with the show. That's it. Once again, it is time to learn, courtesy of our man Matt, bringing in a fact. Matty O'Kine, what have you been looking at this week? Well, did you see the news in New Zealand that they're going to backflip on the um, tobacco laws that they had in place that they had planned for next year? Oh, is this where you can only buy cigarettes from a year, a birth year? Yeah. So 18-year-olds, yeah. Born before 2008, anyone after that, not allowed to buy them. Um, The rolling ban. Yeah, and uh, and then they were gonna and they were gonna shut down ninety percent of well they were gonna stop selling cigarettes from ninety percent of stores so you could only really buy them from very specific tobacco shops, mm-hmm. um, and they were gonna reduce the amount of tobacco in them. Right. But so which bit are they backflipped on? All of it. <laughs> right. Because it's uh, it's going to cost too much, Daiso. In order to offer <gasps> tax cuts for people in this costy cost of living crisis or the Cosy Lives crisis that's happening, 
Um, it's going to cost a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. They're like, nah. We get a pretty good. We're on a pretty good wicket when it comes to taxing cigarettes. Yeah, seriously. They're like, if we don't tax these things, we, you know, we lose a billion, which means the people lose a billion, and uh, it's probably best if we just let people get sick and die. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it's interesting. Mm. It's interesting, and I understand these issues. Um, but well, I thought it's the people's personal freedom to be able to do that. Well, you know, to be fair, I actually did think it was a little bit ageist that they were going to stop people from being able to buy cigarettes. Like, I think everyone should be allowed to harm themselves, you know, slowly over time. <laughs> I think it's only right. I mean, what I genuinely... right do the government have? I re- yeah, to I tell want... me what, mm. how I can or can't hurt myself. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like that's, I honestly, I actually did get a little bit, I was like, that's ageist. That's not okay. Um, yeah. Either get rid of them for everyone or get rid of them for no one, but don't be ageist about it. Sure. Young people have just as much right to hurt themselves as boomers do. Yes. Yes. You know? Um, so anyways, I did a little bit of fact checking and um, it's estimated that, uh, this is just a small one, but I just thought it was interesting. Five trillion, five point two trillion cigarettes smoked each year. Still, and that number, that number has gone down. Yeah, five point two trillion. Does that sound? How like a many lot? get put in a normal butts bin, and how many go on the ground? Because that uh, is my pet peeve. Oh, uh, I would say, I would say the majority don't go in the butt bin. <laughs> Uh, only because I haven't seen trillions of butt bins around the place. I hate it, like, watching movies as well. Like, there'll be, like, a dude on a boat, you know, at the front of a super yacht going along. He'll finish a drag on a cigarette and flick the butt into the water. And I'm like, I hope the bloody assistant director's diving and picking that out. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, they do. There's no, yeah, you, you really cover your tracks um, mm. when you're doing all that stuff. Well, I would hope so anyway. I would certainly... Do that. There's, there would be a props person down there in scuba gear making sure that nothing happens. So anyways, I just thought that well, was interesting stuff. And I hope New Zealand can have a, a rethink about some of their laws and maybe, uh, you know, Australia can take take a look at some of the laws as well. Our vape laws are coming in pretty soon, so um, who knows. Tobacco epidemic kills over 8 million people a year around the world, which 7 million of those are direct uh, results of tobacco and 1.3 are the result of non-smokers being exposed to secondhand smoke. That's a lot, isn't it? 1 million. Yeah, but you look pretty cool when you're doing <laughs> One million on, to- on top, the second hand, that's, oof, that's rough. Um, anyway, what do you reckon? Mind-blowing or not? Of how many cigarettes are done a year? Yeah. Grown him. Uh, <laughs> Doesn't surprise you? Grown. Grown. Well, if you ask me, Alex, how many cigarettes do you think are smoked a year? I'd say heaps. And you're like, it's right. Trillions. <laughs> all right. Thought so. Oh, all right. Well. If I said, if it's mind-blowing, I would say, well, not many, and then you said it's it's a lot then. Okay, fair yeah. enough. What about the fact that, that all those cigarettes butts would weigh approximately two billion pounds? Like, so one I mean, billion that, kilos. That Yeah, that kind of makes sense as well, doesn't it? All right, fine, fine. <laughs> oh, look, all right. Mild. Mild. Grown. All right. Well, uh, I tried, I failed. But, you know, you never fail if you try. Exactly.
Um, which is why we thank you for always trying to send us through your own mind-blowing facts at match.and.alex. This week's mind-blowing fact comes from Heath. Hey, Matt and Alex, this is Heath, and this is a mind-blown fact for you, and uh, Matt, you might need to fact-check this one. It's come from Instagram. So in Dubai, artificial rain is regularly created through cloud seeding as natural rainfall is rare. Rains are announced a day in advance. So scientists in the United Arab Emirates are making it rain artificially. And the method of cloud seeding shows promise in helping to mitigate drought conditions worldwide. So pretty amazing, if it's true. What? Instead of predicting the weather, they create the weather. Bro, they're making it rain. Is it true? Did you fact check it? I did fact check it, and this is true. Okay, in August (laughs) this year, the UAE launched a cloud seeding campaign aimed to boost rainfall across the country. Mind blown. So, I mean, let's. I mean, there's droughts that hit Australia all the time. Yeah. Like, this is this is big stuff here. So it works. Yeah. Let's make it rain, baby. And it's Ew. like it's not one of those ones. You know how scientists are like, you know, how do we get rid of these cane beetles? Let's bring a cane toad in. That'll do it. <laughs> Like, there's not going to be any downsides in the future. Uh-oh, someone forgot to turn the the, the cloud seed off. Yeah. Suddenly not... we got buildings floating down the Brisbane River again. No thanks. Or something that, you know, I used to be very afraid of as a, a regular watcher of Captain Planet, and that's acid rain. That was never as big an issue as I thought it would be growing up. <laughs> Bro, Alongs- alongside I quicksand, remember, two things I... that I was terrified of but have never encountered. I remember as well someone someone talking about the Bermuda Triangles really kind of softened up, hey. Yeah. Like whatever happened in there, that's mm. it's nothing is nothing's going on in the triangle anymore. Well, I think the only thing that goes missing is uh, our tax dollars from these big corporations. They don't mind going over to the little uh, Caribbean <laughs> and uh, making our money disappear. <laughs> Um, yeah, acid rain. I remember it happening. Was it like in Mexico or something? It had apparently happened when oh, I was no. growing up, and it was like, oh my god, I thought it was terrifying. Yeah. Um, but anyways, look, thank you very much to Heath for sending us a fact uh, on this beautiful Thursday. We hope you're having a good one. Let's get on with the show. Hey, Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. I went to a gig the other week, Matty Boy. Oh, um, nice. With my old mate Tom Ballard, my first radio love after we <sighs> became intimate okay. on the airwaves. That's okay. I'm glad that you're still friends with your ex. Yeah, it's good. I think it shows good character. I so think it's not a red flag, is it? No, not at all. And I'm okay with it. Good. Mm-hmm. You didn't take a microphone, though, did you? <laughs> hey. Little Zoom. So you could just do a little, just a little, just a little side record. Nothing, it wasn't meaningful. Exactly. Well, it's, you know, so he had something funny to say and I'm like, well, let's turn the mics on. Let's, <laughs> let's do it. So what was a one-time thing, man? Don't worry about it. It doesn't mean anything so go to on. me. <laughs> um, uh, but we're standing at the gig and I'm like, oh, it'd be good to get a, get a little photo here. Mm. So ask the guy behind me, would you wow, mind? You want, you want, you want people to know about it. You know, just for the memories. Okay, go on. Just remember the moment. Go on. Ask the guy. He's like, "Yeah." Handed it back, and I looked at it, and I thought, 
This is terrible. <laughs> Mate, honestly, it's like some people are walking around and they've never taken a photograph before. I'm like, you, yes, yes, you can put us in, but you block, you're, you're making our heads block the stage. There's a beautiful city view behind. Where's your, where's your framing? I just don't understand. We all have cameras. Exactly. We all have cameras. Yep. And I was like, damn it. Okay, so what do we do here? Can I ask him to take one again? I'm like, nah, I'm not going to do that. I can't ask someone standing next to him to take one. That would be quite rude. I considered saying to Tom, hey, do you mind if we just wander a bit closer, like through the crowd, go a different, but then I could ask someone else away from the area out of earshot of this person. Anyway, just anyway, I didn't do any of those things other than just think, you know, how lucky are people when they ask me to take their photo? I'm oh, like, I know. I'm just I like, know. You've, you have hit the jackpot here because <laughs> I'm going to take this so seriously, get an excellent shot. In fact, when I walk across, like I walk around, it's often on bridges. You see like tourists trying to take a selfie on a bridge. I'll always say, hey, do you want me to take a photo for you? And they go, oh, yeah, sure. And hand me the camera and I'm like, bang, bang, bang. You're welcome. I know, you're getting there, you're doing landscape in case they want to keep them. You're doing some verticals to make sure they look good on the socials. You know that you want their faces big enough to actually, you know, be up there in the the feed. Yeah, you want the faces big enough, but you want to get a bit of the background as well. Of course, you want to frame it, yes. So it's great. So I was just just sitting there watching um, Interpol play, but thinking it was like, damn, that... Look at these people who don't know how lucky they are by asking me to get a photo. It was so, no, it is so annoying. And you're right when you when you when you go as soon as you get the phone back, mm-hmm. you look at it and they go, is that, is that all right? Yep. And you just keep thinking, this is garbage, mate. <laughs> how? It's like you get a terrible haircut. They're like, how's that? You're like, yes, looks good. <laughs> <laughs> Look, looks good. And then you have to wait. You're right. You have to wait for mm. them to leave. Yep. And then for another person to come past and do it all again. So anyway, I was very chuffed. The next evening, went along to a little beer launch. Kingswood, our old mates, the band, launching a beer, Kingswood Lager. Like, sweet, sweet. Go down and have a little little froth with Fergus and the crew and Alex and the crew down there. Standing around, there was a little media wall, two people trying to tell us to take a selfie. And fresh from my evening before, I'm like, hey, guys, do you want me to take one for you? And they were like, yeah, sure. Sweet. Frame up the background. They got the balloons in there. Little bit of Kingswood sort of like beer. There was like a big example one there. Get that in there. Take one. Mm. I'm like, there you go. And they're like, oh, awesome. Thank you. I sort of see them looking at the photo and I'm like, I don't think that they're very happy with this. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, hmm, I don't want to like, I I could take a bad photo. I'm not saying I'm above this. And that's, this is why I'm good at it. I say, do you want me to get another one? They're like, Oh, yeah, maybe just, like, from a higher angle. I'm like, all right. I think you look good, but everyone has their preferences. Okay, do another one. Up we go. Take a photo. Higher angle. That's it. Bang. What they want, you know. Dealer's choice. Want the client to be happy. Give them the phone back. They're like, thanks. I'm like, no worries. Go and stand back at the bar. Have a drink. Look back over. They're taking another selfie. And I'm like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> You failed. Maybe I'm not as good as I thought I was. No. Maybe my photos aren't as good as I thought they were. This is a very slippery slope. Soon, soon you're going to start feeling anxious every time you take the photo. I know. And then you're going to be pleading, 
begging for approval, which is just no way to be artistically. Soon you're going to get so nervous that you're going to be shaking. Yeah, and when you're taking be the, photos the worst photos, ever. and I'll get in a vicious spiral. I'll get the yips. <laughs> I reckon I'll get the photo yips. I'm, I'm a little bit nervous, Brian. You've seen me take a photo before. How are my photos? Yeah, from memory, I think. All right, I'm all right. Sure. They okay? I don't. I can't remember. I don't any. know if that's the answer that that oh. Alex was wanting, you know, Bron. You know what I think it is? I it, think he... Oh, no, what? You think it is? What is it? Is there something? What I like in photos <laughs> is is different, I think, what other... You know, you want a good angle of yourself. I'm very vain in this. <laughs> you want a good angle of yourself and the mm. background and all that. There's so many different things yeah. that need to go into it. So it's the background. A good angle. You want to look good. Face, you know, fine. Hair, all good. If you're just looking at the background like, oh, I framed this well, who cares about that if you're not looking good? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Do you know what yeah, I mean? so I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, we asked you, what did you think you were better at than you are? <laughs> <laughs> Josh got in touch, said, I thought I was better at skateboarding. I broke my arm, broke my leg, tore my ACL. I'm 39 <laughs> now and should probably quit. <laughs> Oh, you just like me doing my little bunny hops on the bike, Josh. It's never too late to be cool, dude. Um, Christopher got in touch that I thought it was better. I thought I was better at temping bowling. Not quite as bad as Bron said she was the other day, but definitely not good. Bron was woeful. Zero. What was it? Five? You had no. You had five one. Gutter, gutters in a row. One. One point after five full goes of bowling, Bron. No, that was on the six go. I got one. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> That's. Your 11th bowl, you got one. <laughs> um, Jess, I suck at running. Broke my ankle jogging four years ago and just had it operated on. That's no good, Jess, because running's only just a little bit faster walking. I suck at running too. Running sucks. I don't know how people could do it for fun. It's honestly the worst thing ever. What about in the run-up to a triple jump? Yeah, but even then, at least you get an, a, a reward. <laughs> you know, at least you get to do the jump. At the, like, the idea of running on a treadmill, it's like I just ran to get nowhere for nothing. <laughs> Fitness no? and health? Mer, boring. Uh, Amanda got in touch with us as well. Amanda. Hello. Hello. Oh, oh Amanda. Amanda, what's going on? <laughs> um, just a second. I just think I need a cough. Just a second. <clears throat> I'm so sorry. That's My okay. We're just, we're just calling you for the talk back. Um, what... Do you, did you think you were better at than you are? Is talking one of those things? <laughs> <laughs> um, quite possibly. No, but I. What happened? I Wait, what, what's ha what's happening with? Are you, are you? Have you been a bit sick? Oh, I think it's just asthma. Oh, oh, no. Okay, you got your puffer enough. handy. Yeah, sorry. No, that's all right. Give yourself, give yourself some <laughs> Ventolin, Amanda. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually going down to the doctor's very, very shortly to. Get it all sorted. Well, we don't want you to force you to tell a story on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, good luck, okay. You're more than yeah. welcome to if you have to, but we could just let you go as well. Yeah, look, um, probably not going to come across the way I want it to, so, yeah, sorry. Well, we can <laughs> nah, read out. Yours, don't be sorry. Yours was tennis at the... Your message said I was kept in the beginning class for many years. My mum complained that I was placed in the competition class. I lasted half a season and won nothing. Does that sound about right? <laughs> Um, yeah, um, it was actually the Colac Tennis Club, and oh. it was three years of beginning classes. Everyone else got moved up to competition. I never made it up to competition. Um, and then my mum was like, 
you know, she needs to go up. You're just doing the same thing over and over again. And I would go home. I would practice hours and hours and hours. And, yeah, got moved up to competition, lost every single game. My teammates <laughs> hated me. <laughs> oh, and you are in the doubles. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And all we got was a Macca's cheeseburger and I was out of the competition. <laughs> oh, well, Amanda, thank you. You are a trooper in both tennis and in <laughs> podcast talkback. So thank you very much. Please go grab your puffer. And um, I really appreciate you uh, battling through with us here on All Day Breakfast. Awesome. Thanks, guys. And thank you for listening to All Day Breakfast. Yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex. How long should sex last? 